Welcome to the Go Podcast. Go aspires to engage the local church in global missions. We seek to share mission stories that encourage, edify, and equip other Christians in sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ at home and abroad. This podcast is a part of Liberty Bible Church Global Ministry. Your hosts for Go are Cami Sattner, a missions partner with Liberty, and joining her is Kevin Cram, pastor of global engagement at Liberty Bible Church. Welcome back to Go. We're continuing our series today entitled The Nations Next Door, where we've been exploring how God is bringing people from every nation to our backyards. Last week, we heard from Matt, who shared with us the opportunities for the gospel presented by the increasing presence of international students on U.S. college campuses. And today, we'll be hearing about a very practical way that the local church can engage with these international students. Friendship Families is a ministry supported by our church alongside other churches in our community that seeks to connect American families with international students currently studying at local universities. Through these connections, we desire to be a welcoming blessing to these students in the hope that it opens up opportunities for sharing the gospel. And we'll be hearing today from one couple from our church who lead and participate in this ministry. So, Cammie, who are we talking with today? Today, we'll be speaking with Tom and Amy Barabee. Tom and Amy are longtime members of Liberty Bible Church, where they serve in leading our Friendship Families ministry to international students. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. So, Tom and Amy, can you tell us a little bit about why you initially wanted to get involved with connecting and ministering to international students? Yeah, for us, it really started because when I was back in graduate school, I had the opportunity to be essentially not so much a international student, but more of a visiting scholar. I got to spend three summers in Budapest, Hungary, doing research there. And the third summer was right after we got married. And the best part about being there was the times when Tong's Hungarian co-workers invited us to their homes or asked us to participate in activities they were doing. It helped us get to know them and their culture better. They also taught us things like where to shop, the best restaurants to eat at, and how to use their public transportation. And now that we're back here, we want to essentially offer the same things to the international students and visiting scholars who are here in Valparaiso. Yeah, that's cool. So tell us a little bit about um, those international students here in our community. Um, What is the population like? Where do these students typically come from? And how long are they usually here studying at Valparaiso University here in our hometown? Valparaiso University has had international students for, I think, over 20 years now. And the demographics have really varied a lot over time. When we started getting involved with international students about 10 years ago, there were a lot more Middle Eastern students, mostly from Iraq and Saudi Arabia, and a lot of Chinese students. Right now, you see a lot more students from India. Hmm. And there are also groups from, uh, smaller groups from Nepal and a number of African countries, hmm. along with a smattering, you know, one or two students from just a variety of countries all over the world. Uh, most of the time they're here, well, the length of time that they're here depends on why they're here. Sure. If they're an undergraduate, typically they'll be here for the full four years, although there are usually some students who are here on a study abroad program for one semester. Right. Typically those are from Europe. Um, the graduate students tend to be here for a year and a half to two years. 
And visiting scholars can be here anywhere from six months to two years. Oh, that's still a pretty significant chunk of time for, for these students. It is. So why is it so significant for these students to have an American family open up their lives and homes to them? How have you kind of seen that impact and ministered to the students that you've been connecting with? Yeah, it's been interesting because a lot of the students that come to the U.S. have an impression of what life here is like that they get from TV and the movies. <laughs> that's that's not good. No. <laughs> it's not life that I promise. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, so much so that, you know, we've interacted with some students that said that their family was really afraid of them mm. being here because of the way, the way this country is portrayed in the media. But, you know, they've been happy to learn that, you know, things aren't quite like that. <laughs> that's after, good. They have some experience and... Uh, but a lot of international students really want the opportunity to visit an American home, to, be, to get to know an American family. And I think some statistics have shown that 95% of the students that want that don't get that opportunity. Yeah, that's crazy. And in some cultures, family life is much more important than it is even here in the U.S., you know, they do everything with their family. And so to be away from a family is a difficult time for them. Right. And to be able to plug in with an American family for some of them just is a, is a great thing. That's Yeah, that's true. So have you um, had some specific examples of where these types of relationships have opened up opportunities to, to minister, to share Jesus with people. Um, maybe you can tell, share a specific story about how you've interacted with some of these uh, international students. Yeah, we've actually uh, had quite a few opportunities uh, mm-hmm. to talk about Jesus with international students. You know, a lot of them come here with zero knowledge of what Christianity is like and maybe more assumptions than mm. true knowledge. And so we've had the opportunity to even study the Bible with a number of students and visiting scholars, which has been a lot of fun. Uh, by way of stories, the first story that comes to mind is our very first uh, international student that we did friendship families with. It was uh, a guy and his girlfriend. And we had asked them if they would be interested in coming to church with us on Easter, and they agreed. Hmm. And so on the way to church, we asked them, you know, do you guys even know what Easter's about? And they said no. And so we shared with them all about you know, the work that Jesus did on the cross and his death and resurrection and everything. And after we were done, you know, the two of them spoke to each other in their native language and, you know, then the girl asked, well, what does that have to do with bunnies and eggs? Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, we went on, you know, to explain that, you know, there's, there's cultural aspects right. of, you know, many of our holidays as well that, you know, don't necessarily convey the, the true meaning. But. That's interesting. That's funny. Now, you've even had people who you've hosted in your home too, right? Like, yeah, we have. How does, how's that? I mean, I can imagine some people are like, wow, that's, that's quite a, an amazing step. How, what has that been like for you guys to actually host some of these students? I, I mean, that is quite a step. It's not really part of friendship families. But, right. You know, but it's, still it's an, an extension, but it's been a lot of fun, you know, because you get even more learning from each other's cultures and, yeah, and really you know, deep into their, into their lives. Right. Yeah. But Almost like you become like a surrogate family for them. Pretty much. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I, we have a couple other yeah. stories too. If you yeah, sure. Um, 
one time we had a visiting scholar who wanted to learn about Jesus, and her mom had told her to find some Christians while she was here. <laughs> so we studied the Bible with her and helped her find answers to her questions. And she actually chose to commit her life to Jesus before she went home. And also, Friendship Families has had a Christmas party every year that includes an impromptu nativity play. So we borrow costumes from our church, and the students act out the Christmas story by reading a script with the Bible verses. So that's really cool. Oh, that's awesome. So we've talked a lot about the Friendship Families, the program, the students that are actively involved. But I want to hear a little bit about you guys. And in what ways have these relationships kind of impacted you and your family? And what have they really meant to you? We've learned a whole lot about um, other cultures. Mm. And, you know, made friends from all over the world, even got to visit a couple of them in their home country a few years ago, which was pretty special. Um, had just great times talking to them about Jesus and Christianity, but also about, you know, their spiritual background and their journeys and mm. just where they are and a lot of fun interaction. I mean, our our kids have been impacted by this you know they all love international students themselves mm. and everything and it's, it's been fun to see that in them and one of the biggest impacts for me though is that you know i'm really totally amazed that we have had the opportunity to you know, open scripture with people from all over the world and just some you know people that i would never have imagined discussing jesus with yeah that's cool that's awesome. So just just to think, how long have you guys been working with international students, with friendship families? Like how many years? A little over 10 years. A little over 10 years. That's crazy. So if you had to think, and this is just totally off the top of my head, if you had to think of like how many people over that span of time do you, did you, have you met, worked with, administered to closely um, during that time? We were thinking a little bit about that in preparation for this. You know, I think We've probably studied the Bible with about a dozen That's cool. students, had you know discussions with maybe another thirty or forty beside that, and you know probably have got to know close to a hundred students. That's awesome. That time. It's and a, just, at some level, and just think like you know they're coming here, they're they're out of their comfort zone, they're experiencing. American life for the first time. They're experiencing really maybe even these uh, can, uh, exposure to Jesus for the first time in their lives. And now, like many of those people are back in their home countries. And um, even if it's just a little bit of like they're coming back and they're saying, oh, it's not what I thought it was, um, changing some of those kind of plausibility structures that people have, you know, in, in their home country, their preconceived notions about Christians and about Christianity, like. That's a huge, huge witness, huge it, ministry. It really is. You know, like I said earlier, a lot of people come with a lot of assumptions, not just about American life, but about what Christianity is like. Yeah. And, you know, most of them, at least that have interacted with us or some of the other families involved with Friendship Families have come away with a very different picture. Yeah, that's cool. That's amazing. So what advice would you give to someone who's curious or thinking about connecting with international students? Is there kind of a piece of advice that you would give to someone if you were talking with them? I would say just give it a try at whatever level you're comfortable with. 
Some people may want to have a student over for dinner, but some people just interact with international students at the friendship family group events, such as game nights, cookouts, or other activities such as apple picking or square dancing. Mm. In our experience, though, the more time you spend with internationals, the more you'll learn about their culture and the more they'll learn about what's important to you. Yeah. Second piece of advice, don't be afraid. Yeah. yeah it can be intimidating. Can it, can, be. it can be intimidating, you know, just dealing with uh, just a variety of issues. But, you know, one thing is in particular not to be afraid of is making mistakes. Right. Because you will. You know, we did, you know, we made a number of mistakes along the way. And <laughs> those are things that we learned from, and it's okay. I'm, I'm, we don't have enough time in the podcast to right. go into all the <laughs> crazy stories and mistakes that you guys have probably made over yeah, the years. You're, you're right. But, you know, like I said, we, we, you learn a lot from those things, and, you know, they create stories later on as you continue to relate to the Oh, that's great. Well, thank you guys so much for being here today. We really appreciate you taking the time and just sharing a little bit about your experience uh, serving international students. Thanks again for having us. Yeah. So, um, Amy, or Cammie, <laughs> that's your name. Yes. Uh, just uh, uh, as we wrap up our episode today, we um, end on a note of personal reflection, as we always do. And so I just want to uh, find out from you what you're processing um regarding this episode how do you want to lean into prayer as a result of our conversation i think i need to pray just to be a little bit bolder i think sometimes i don't talk to people because maybe i don't know the language good enough or i don't want to make those mistakes like tom was talking about and at the end you always regret not doing it so i think Mm -hmm. if you just do it and you pray for the best that hopefully it'll go well yeah how about you you know i'm it would the conversation reminded me of an experience that I had not as welcoming an international student, but almost being quasi international student myself. Um, we had spent a short time uh, many years back, like 15 years ago back in Egypt. And one of our experiences when we were in Egypt is, is that we met with a university group in Egypt of Egyptian students. And we all were, were in like a circle together in just this room um, having conversation and dialogue. And at first it was really awkward because we're just all looking at each other like, okay, weird Americans and, you know, Egyptian students. And then all of a sudden, like the ice broke. And the thing that they said was, is like, you know, you're, you're Americans. Don't you guys hate us? Oh, wow. And uh, it was just such a moment of like vulnerability and authenticity to them. And they were just, because, but they thought, you know, their image of Americans was, is like, oh, they hate all Middle Easterners. Um, and they hate all Muslims. And um, it, we were just like, we broke down. It was like, no, of course we don't hate you. Don't you hate us? Like, that was the thing that we had in our minds, too. Like, you know, Middle Easterners bar- burning American flags or something like that, you know. But it was just this moment of, like, connection and, you know, breaking down just a, just barriers. And I just was reminded of that episode of being overseas and then thinking about, like, internationals that come to us. Like they must be coming in with so many different feelings and expectations and anticipating things that they may have grown up learning about America or, or about Christianity. And then um, the ministry that friendship families has is so wide. And, you know, not only is it an opportunity to share the gospel, but it really is an opportunity to really build bridges um, between peoples and cultures that otherwise would never um, have done that. And so uh, I really value that ministry. And so it, it, my reflection and my prayer this morning is just as that guy would continue to 
use that in our church um, to build those bridges. Thank you for tuning in and listening. We aspire to give you real-life stories and experiences to help you in your current phase of life. As always, you can tune in next week as we hear more about this concept of missions in our backyard. And remember to go and make your life a mission.